and people call you that Last phrase that here, they use just, too uh, often. Right I think. before you got nominated it, for the Oscar, right. you isn't like just a supermodel, she's like, a super muse. Why are you so obsessed with me? Attention, attention seekers. This is the Attention Seekers Pod. I'm Minori Peters. And I'm Ethan Ackler. And we are two self-acknowledged and self-aware attention seekers who have a deep love for celebrities, it girls, and icons in media and history who are skilled at capturing public attention. In each episode, we'll be recapping the rise to fame of a prominent figure and dissecting what makes them so interesting. Today, we're going to be talking about Paris Hilton, a 2000s icon, socialite, and Nepo baby who built her own brand through creating a distinct embodiment of the pop culture at the time. Paris Whitney Hilton was born in New York City, but relocated a lot with her family, um, such as to Beverly Hills, California. Um, she was basically born into a well-off family. Her father was a businessman, and her mother was a childhood actress and also a socialite. Paris is the great-granddaughter of Conrad Hilton, who is the founder of the Hilton Hotels. Um, her family sort of had this circle with a lot of celebrities, such as Michael Jackson or, you know, Donald Trump. She actually was a model for Donald Trump's agency, Trump Model Management. This was when she was 19 in the sort of 1990s. And the Hilton family relocated to New York City in about 1996. And in New York, she sort of was gaining this reputation for herself by attending events, uh, parties. And although she wasn't 21, she was uh, she was 16. And Paris would go with her sister, Nikki Hilton, to a lot of these events and parties that had a high-profile roster of attendees and talk with people, show off her personality. By garnering this reputation, it was like almost Paris Hilton, who showed up, could just be let in wherever she wanted to. And that's sort of the, the extent of what it means to be a celebrity, to, to be rich, and to make a name for yourself. One thing that's interesting is that Paris Hilton is usually kind of referred to as famous for just being famous. And I think this kind of discredits the amount of work she did in creating the character. She's kind of come out in recent years and talked about how she built a brand based on what she knew would work for an audience. It was this inherited wealth and lavish lifestyle that she lived that really attracted people to wonder more about her. Who was this person? And these questions were best answered in her reality TV show called The Simple Life. The show came out in 2003 and Paris did it with her friend Nicole Richie, who was basically sort of similar to her in terms of this idea of wealth and status and being attractive. And the series was one of the most prominent reality TV shows. It really jump-started the, the industry of reality TV. The premise of The Simple Life is basically Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. They go to live in Arkansas with this family in this rural community, which is totally what the public views as the opposite of Paris Hilton, um, Paris being from wealth and, and living this like lavish lifestyle. What is she doing here? And um, it was very interesting because you see this juxtaposition and contrast and you wonder how is she going to behave under these circumstances? And with her wit, her humor, her her personality and, and energy, it is what attracted the audience to watch this show. Um, not only that, and there was a scandal in 2003 around the time when The Simple Life was released involving the sex tape scandal, um, which also kind of bumped up the ratings. In terms of some of the highlights from the 
In terms of some of the highlights from The Simple Life, you know, the first episode attracted about 13 million viewers, and it really bumped up a lot of the station and also the newspaper ratings, like not even just The Simple Life. Even in the tabloids and the newspapers, Paris Hilton was a trending topic, and it really bumped up the amount of viewership of people who were tuning in to learn more about Paris. Although Paris made a huge impact on kind of the modern day celebrity influencer and reality TV in general. She was also pretty widely hated by a lot of people because of the different things she embodied, like materialism or the body ideal and just this kind of ditzy party girl, rich girl personality that she cultivated. I think this also goes back to what we were talking about last episode, where celebrities kind of have to create their own narrative for themselves. And I think Paris did that in a way that only portrayed a small part of her life. And although she is a Nepo baby, she did bring more fame and money to her family than anyone else did. And I think that was a lot almost by leaning into what the media saw her as. So Minori, I basically want to just ask you, when did you hear about Paris Hilton? What kind of like drew you into this sort of stardom that she's been building over the past two decades? To be honest, I feel like growing up in the 2000s, I don't even remember the first time I ever heard about her. She was just a figure that everybody kind of knew. And I guess since I was a kid then, okay, this sounds so weird, but I feel like my introduction was literally like London Tipton, Sweet Life on Deck, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, because she was such a parody of that character. Like parents worked at a hotel, like owned owned the Tipton building and she was the heiress in this little like ditzy party girl. And I feel like that kind of shows how influential Paris Hilton was to the point that she's like inspiring the media of that time that heavily. Mm -hmm. What what kind of appeal did London Tipton have? Like, why was she such an interesting character? And because she was influenced by Paris Hilton, you know, um, there would kind of be that correlation of interest and allure. I think it really was just... There was this intrigue of how she almost embodied the kind of hedonist aspects of the 2000s. Oh, what's hedonist? Um, it basically means living life in the pursuit of pleasure and luxury mm -hmm. and just fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's definitely that shift in terms of our culture in the 2000s. Like, it's a lot of, like, can you make mm -hmm. a living off of just Led being to yourself? the 2008 recession. <laughs> oh, transition to that. <laughs> but, yeah, for sure. I mean, I see nowadays, like, a lot of influencers, they build their career just on living life and networking and showing, showcasing a personality that we think is either authentic or obviously fake, but we're still intrigued and we want to know more and keep up with what's going on in their life and I guess what do you think about even that perspective um I think honestly I think it's really interesting that like a lot of influencers nowadays I feel like their whole brand is almost built off of authenticity or fake authenticity you know we can't really tell but Paris seems like such an obviously created character to me sometimes but that might just be the hindsight because I know she was targeted a lot like for her personality that people thought was just who she was on even though it was very much a persona she made without revealing like more of her different layers mm, okay that's from my perspective I don't know much about Paris Hilton but from what I've seen 
I thought she was mostly authentic. I guess from your perspective, what kind of elements did she kind of possess that seemed like this is a character that she cultivated in terms of attracting this audience? I do think she was very much an embodiment of the time period, like I said. Um, she was basically, I don't know, people call her famous for being famous. And I think the persona that she created was all about how she appeared to the audience or the paparazzi or tabloids that were obsessed with her at the time. But if you think about it, she had the 2000s body ideal. She influenced the style a lot. And she kind of built her brand off of partying. Mm -hmm. In terms of style, I could even think of another Disney character, Sharpay. I would Sharpay. I would associate her a little bit with Paris Hilton, like the small dog and the little bag and stuff like that, and the kind of like two thousands esque, not tracksuits, but you know what I'm saying, like yeah. bodysuit type things. Like, I guess she just like influenced a lot of this like high lavish fashion esque sort of uh, vibe that you know is kind of seen throughout the early two thousands. Um, I think what's kind of interesting and kind of the question that leads me to is, do you think Paris created kind of the brand of the 2000s or do you think she was just embodying it for like to build her audience? That is a definitely a loaded question. I would have to know more about kind of that era of the 2000s and really determine whether it was her influence or just her kind of like writing off of the elements that were being created at the time. Um, from what I see, like, I do know a lot of figures that are prominent in the media and tabloids do inspire a lot of trends in kind of media that are associated with that decade. Um, so I would say there's a good chance that she definitely um, inspired a lot of these kind of elements and trends from that time. Um, especially if they're not widely known, but they're kind of coming up and then you have someone to embody them and kind of show them to the public and to a wider audience, which kind of makes them want to be like her, want to attain this standard that she's setting in terms of this kind of lavish um, and rich kind of, um, what's the word? This lavish lifestyle, this rich kind of... Um, I guess, rich lifestyle, too, mm -hmm. that they kind of want to, you know, embody and kind of mirror in terms of what they see on their screens of Paris Hilton, whether it be social media or her kind of, like, shows and stuff like that. Do you think it was people wanted to be like her or more that it was just intriguing to see someone like this, though? Mm. Oh, I feel like initially it definitely started off as intriguing and this sense of curiosity of this person that they may have speculated in terms of what a lavish person or celebrity type person could be. But I do think there's definitely some influence after following a celebrity for a while in terms of maybe adopting elements that you kind of grow fond of over time um, in terms of even not just fashion, but sort of like her catchphrases, like that's, that's hot. hot. They become a catchphrase for a reason. People, it's not just the, the celebrity that makes it kind of popular. It's also the fan base and the people who, who use it and, and spread it around like lingo and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I mean, I see that. But I also think she was an extremely polarizing figure at the time of the 2000s. Like she was almost kind of a scapegoat 
a lot of people, you know, couldn't stop watching her, but definitely didn't like her. Like, I think she was very kind of regarded as just this ditzy, dumb mm-hmm. airhead by a lot of the media. And yeah, a lot of that was because of misogyny at the time, too. But I don't think it was more until recent years that people were even like, wow, she is like actually like someone to look up to. Like she was an icon, but I don't think it was necessarily out of admiration a lot of the time. Like people did love to hate her. Mm-hmm. And I think that one trend that I'm noticing, let's say whether it be Lana Del Rey or Paris Hilton, is that it's almost like women have to kind of prove themselves, especially if they present to society in this stereotypical, naive, dumb, kind of blonde or like kind of industry puppet that's, you know, like being easily manipulated and used. And you have to like look at their career in terms of in the long term to see oh are they worthy of being like okay they're not just that they are actually adaptable smart they they can build a business and brand and they are just being themselves like that's something that I can notice in terms of what a lot of women in the industry experience and I think Lana Del Rey and Paris Hilton sort of illustrate that Um, in terms of Paris Hilton I feel like she's actually a figure that we should be analyzing in class. That's my perspective. She has really affected the way that our modern pop culture is consumed today because of the rise of the digital age, because of her effect on reality TV. The influencer, she's almost like not, let's say, the original influencer because influencing has always been there, sort of, in terms of celebrity culture. I think she popularized reality TV And kind of the modern day influencer. Oh, for sure. Like YouTubers, they are so inspired by Paris Hilton. You're being famous just for being famous almost. Like, okay, yes, like let's say even Kim Kardashian. Like there was a whole like talk show. Who used to be her assistant. Yeah. Also interesting. Mm -hmm. And they had an on and off like friendship for a while. They're friends now, I believe. But yeah. Or maybe not her assistant, her stylist. I think she was her stylist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I said assistant. So sorry to Kim Kardashian. So sorry, Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Don't sue us. (laughs) But yeah, like literally, um, I feel like, I feel like, uh, yeah, Paris Hilton um, is someone that we should analyze because she has really cultivated this sub industry in terms of, I guess she was kind of. Calling back to what you were saying, like, it's not only that she's maybe, like, setting trends, but she's taking what is going on at the time, like, the rise of social media and and this idea of looking into the authentic celebrity or per- their personal life. And um, she really, like, emphasized and harnessed those elements to be successful. And she's built a business. She's not just a reality. She's not just a reality TV show star. She's not just a social media. She's has music that she's put out. She's acted in different things. She's she a has DJ a per- sometimes. She's a DJ sometimes. She has perfume. She's created a whole brand off of herself. Exactly. And it's like, how much can you harness from just being yourself? Yeah. And she has proven to do more than many others alike have tried to do. And I think that just noticing how she's kind of, you know, like affected um, other people who wouldn't be there really today to be themselves if it weren't for Paris is something that we should kind of 
recognize and analyze. And I think that she's a prominent figure in media for that. Yeah, although you also said that she's kind of built a brand off of being herself, but I think it is important to note that she's come out since and said that it was more of a persona she emphasized or a character that she created. And some of it was based off of kind of the trauma she went through, through her growing up and her time at boarding school. But also just being such a prominent figure in media from birth almost. Okay, I guess not from birth, but, you know, Nepo baby. Mm -hmm. I think it does make you kind of play into what an audience maybe sees you as. And I think it was honestly a very smart kind of business move of her to harness this power. Oh, of course. And actually, that is totally true. Like, yes, she has said that she has created a character, but... Do the audience understand that and know that? Not I don't think they did until recently when she's actually kind of opened up about it more. But mm-hmm. she's even said in interviews that when she's by herself, she almost drops into this lower voice. Like she is a bit of a performance artist in that way. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I feel like to a certain degree, uh, people can't be 100% their authentic self. They're mitigated by a lot of social factors, you know, their reputation, um, the elements going on in their own personal life that we see through the digital screen and that um, influence what we see in the content that is put out. Um, but yeah, I also wanted to quickly touch on, I feel like there's this whole like controversy around being famous for just being famous. Like, it's almost like you need a talent. And I, I, I kind of, like, don't agree. I feel like to be influential, like, you don't need to be just an actor. You don't have to be a singer. But you can be famous just and, and make a living off of, you know, your own, you know, yeah. person. I think that's a talent in itself. Mm-hmm. Because also, in order to be successful, you have to understand what is going to appeal to that audience and being adaptable to shift certain elements. And it seems that Paris Hilton is pretty on top of that, or at least was when she was at her peak. Yeah, I agree. I think that it really does take a certain amount of like talent or intellect to be able to recognize what's going to appeal to an audience and garner attention by harnessing what you think is going to do that. All right. Thank you so much for joining us for this month's episode of the Attention Seekers podcast. If you're interested in hearing more about it girls, icons, and prominent figures in the media, be sure to tune in to the next month's podcast. We We hope hope you you have have the hottest hottest day. day.